everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your twilight, twilight phase. phase. Hey! That was like perfect. That was really good. Was it though? Yeah. Will yeah. you edit them now, Olivia, so you have to tell us if it's really good. Okay, I'll, I'll text you every time. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what's up, what's up? Hey, guys. We're back, back again two weeks in a row. That's right. Oh. You can rely on us. <laughs> you, you couldn't before, but Spoiler, you can now. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. I have faith. <laughs> what's up, guys? What's going on? What's, what's happening in your lives? Listeners, this is going to really irritate you because I can't tell you what I really want to oh tell you. <laughs> Actually, maybe I could. No, I maybe this platform's too big. This platform's too big. I can't do it. <laughs> but over the weekend, I heard the balls-to-the-wall craziest gossip of my entire life. <laughs> entire life. Like, and possibly... it's not normal gossip. No. It's abnormal gossip. It is, it's, I'll say this, it's Nobel Prize gossip. It involves the Pakistani cricket team, Mm -hmm. um, a London rave club, just a club. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if it was a rave. And mailed panties. And mailed panties. And mailed panties. By which we mean panties placed in the the royal mail. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I can't, I can't tell you more, and I know that's irritating, but that's my update. I am flying it high is still. all that Maya can talk about. It's all I can think about. I told all of my friends, um, I told my boss, uh, I told my Maya boss. told her male boss this not safe for work story that involves panties and being F- in the mail. FW. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I said to him, I was like, you're going to have to forgive me because this is really inappropriate, but I have to tell you. <laughs> but like, that's my update, you know? That's what I I'm mean, up to. That's what I'm thinking about. That's who I am she now. called both of us, like, uh, FaceTimed us, and I was like, I don't even remember what I was doing. I was not in a place to, like, I don't know, talk to people while looking at their faces. By the way, what is that? That's like a really This is siren. the most dramatic police siren we've ever had New York baby on our show New York baby New York baby but you picked someone's, up you weren't someone's in gonna place. go get their lives saved hopefully oh you picked uh-huh. up. <laughs> yeah we're all like oh who knows uh but uh yeah Maya called both me and Olivia and was like I have to tell you a story and let me tell you I was not ready for it no I was not ready I mean, I thought either somebody had died or you were engaged, and it was neither of those. Yeah, it was Olivia great picked gossip. up first and was like, are you engaged? And I said, it's <laughs> I did. <laughs> you mean your other Olivia? I didn't say that right away. I almost did. You said it early. I said, <laughs> I think maybe I said, I have big news. And you said, oh are you engaged? God. And I said, it's better. <laughs> it's better! <laughs> All right, what's up with you guys? I don't know. Well, so I've actually had a bad week because if any of you are clued into the the news zeitgeist of the world, you know that shit's going down um, over in Gaza. Uh, you know, there's a whole lot of backstory to it. It's been going on for like 75 years, um, but shit's really hit the fan and we're talking like genocide and like ethnic cleansing and uh it's a fucking lot and it fucking uh is awful and i don't know how in detail i should be about fuck you and fuck you um i personally believe but i definitely feel fuck you to a lot of people and it's been it's been a week y'all um you are so right you're so right (laughs) And I, I am not like... Jewish or Palestinian, but like, so I can only yeah, imagine how any any one of you who identifies as such is also feeling I'm been bamboozled. So, yeah, and I feel like it is important to say, like, like Israel and Judaism are separate 
Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Hamas and Palestine are separate. Mm-hmm. And the actions of a group of people will never, ever in one trillion years justify a genocide. Mm-hmm. Like, never. Never. And that's like the official statement of the That Twilight is the official phase. statement of Twilight Phase. Yeah. We and we're anti-genocide? not. Anti genocide? Yeah, we are anti genocide. Yeah, it apparently <laughs> needs to be said. Yeah. I didn't um, know that before this week, but it does. And if you are having a hard time with the news cycle, we encourage you to call your representatives and make your voice heard. Um, is it perfect? No, it's not. It's certainly not because I voted for our current president and here we are. Uh, So clearly not perfect. But call your reps, make your voices heard, donate if you can, be loud, and hold on to hope for a future where, you know, all children get to grow up to be free and happy and healthy and safe, um, including the one million Palestinian children that live in Gaza, which is 50% of the population there, so. Very well put, Maya, thank you. Thank you for bringing it up, Melissa. Thanks, I just, you know, the rage comes and I don't know what to say about it besides (laughs) Uh well put (laughs) anyway uh as far as things that have been going on in my own personal life i made a pie today (gasps) you made a pie during the work day with my roommate yeah you know this is what working from home can be like yeah yeah i'm just like amazed the first time (laughs) i made lunch I, like, made soup from scratch once at lunchtime in 2020, and I was like, everything is different now. Everything's everything different changed. now. And you were um, I mean, yeah, it was What kind of pie was it? It was an apple pie. She went apple picking, um, like, a week ago. And so it was mostly during my lunch break, honestly. Um, but... Was I it good? After work, yes, it was a very good pie. That's nice. great. Olivia, do you have any updates? Um... My best friend and her husband visited us this weekend, and that was really fun. We went to the Brooklyn Museum. We went to an Uzbekistani restaurant, and my favorite bar. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Where's it at? Uh, It's, uh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll explain it. I'll send you the Google link later. Okay. It's a real experience. It's like the kind of place where I, as a white person, walked in and they were like, you're here to eat? And we were like, yes. And all the food was delicious. As always. Um, Listeners, if you have made it this far and you are a new listener and you're like, what? I cannot imagine. Like, what's Who up with all are these this? ladies? Who are these people? I was like, that, that's a SpongeBob Cole Patrick, and he's looking at his home, and he's like, Who are you people? <laughs> if you're like, Who are you people? We realized we should have done this last episode because yeah. if you're new at to the, the podcast, top, the top you of might the start, yeah, with the new Twilight season. I, um, I guess. If you know Maybe we should yet. tell you like I mean, who we are and what this podcast is. I would love to have some new peeps join us for our yeah yeah Twilight. My name's Melissa. I'm the coolest one. That's, that's debatable, but yeah, well, Melissa thinks we give it to her because otherwise it's a fight. That's Thank what you. you know about her. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, my name is Maya. <laughs> Wait, Maya, what are you playing with right now? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. My name is Maya, and I'm the one who always makes noise on the podcast. <laughs> I play with things, and it creates distractions. Um, and a little bit of Melissa Maya lore. We're both from the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area, but yes, now live in New York. So sometimes you hear us talk about, like, home. Cincinnati. Go Bengals! Who day? Yeah. Who day? Yeah. Uh, I'm Olivia. I'm the Hi, one Olivia. who's like I I play the straight man when Maya and Melissa start bickering and things escalate and it goes too far and I'm like hey what if Maya, we talked about Twilight again? No, wait, no, Olivia, you 
could never be as gross as a straight man. <laughs> wow, thank you. It's a really nice compliment. Um, we all used to be coworkers. I two of us still Melissa, are. My and Melissa still work together. I no longer work at that company. We were um, abandoned. We were. Yes, abandoned. I abandoned you to go to another company, which then abandoned me by laying They sure me did. <laughs> and <laughs> but that's we're all, their loss. We're all publishing professionals. We all work in children's books. So we have a lot of opinions. We know things. Yeah. Right? So we're going to talk about Twilight, but we're also going to talk about how books get made and, you know, behind the scenes stuff. And guess what, Found. fam? Twilight was pivotal. For each of us. For all of us. <laughs> Imprinted upon my very soul. Imprinted upon. <laughs> um, some in a good way, some in a bad way. I will say that uh, I had a significant anti-Twilight phase, but I've come around. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're now mostly pro-Twilight. Mm. With some exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, well, it's, I think, a, it's a day-by-day journey. <laughs> I think the thesis of our podcast <laughs> is thesis. Twilight is... <laughs> great there's Twilight a reason that good. millions and millions of people read these books and it's also fucked up yeah <laughs> and it's kind of dumb and some and it's and the other racist, books are fucking awful and <laughs> some of it's pretty bad but I we're here for all of it i can only stand by but, Twilight, and that's why we're doing you know, this honestly a lot of what people say is bad about twilight is not what is actually bad about twilight right. mm-hmm. they think mm-hmm. they know what's bad about twilight but they don't yeah some of that stuff is perfectly fine, actually. And they just hate things that <laughs> they teenage just aren't girls like. smart enough. They're just yeah. like smarties like we are. So we're setting the record straight from a professional standpoint so you can trust us. Yeah. We're and telling we're you buzzed. what opinion is the right opinion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we have a Patreon. To go back to Olivia getting laid off, you can subscribe to our Patreon to support Olivia. Olivia. <laughs> You can also subscribe to our Patreon for free just to get our updates and to see all the cool paid new, stuff that I you're think. missing out on. Is it, it is a new, new feature? Yeah. It's a new yeah. feature. Wow. New feature. Um, so I think what? also inherent to our brand identity is that we're Twilight book people, not Twilight movie people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we have done I have a special place in my heart for the movies, movie but like we are book people. Yeah. I mean, we do have but to we welcome movies. We have to do the watching episodes at some point. Yeah, we did one, um, like, watch-along-with-us movie commentary episode on That's Twilight, right. the movie. Go back and find it. It's um, really fun. We had a great time. We're going to do the rest eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing to know about us is that you can email us at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com, and we might just read your email on the pod. Like is we it going to happen right now? It's going to happen right now. This one is called Subject Line Twilight Festival. Long email, but it's worth it. From our Twilight pal Squid Festival. Hey, squid. Uh, so Squid attended the Twilight Festival in Forks, and quote, "Oh boy, was it capitalized an experience." <laughs> <laughs> the town of Forks has less than four thousand people in it, and oh, do the locals hate the hundreds of Twilighters coming in? <laughs> I, I don't blame them. I sure would. Uh, I went with a friend, we didn't want to pay $550 each for a ticket, so we just did free events. Oh my god. To be honest, the festival kind of sucked. No! <laughs> um, it sounds like there was some, like... Does this festival happen every year? I think so. I think so. Maybe it's like every other? Um... To be honest, the festival kind of sucks. Some important planning information wasn't included in the 58-page itinerary that the <laughs> Town of Forks released earlier this year. How? 58 pages? Yeah, how is there, like, enough pages to, like, enough events? To fill 58 pages, and it still sucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, we visited La Push and Rialto Beaches, and they took my mm-hmm. breath away. Same with the Ho Rainforest. I really want to go there so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. My best friend has visited La Push, and she said it's beautiful, so we gotta go. We gotta go. Oh my gosh, Squid, we took a tour of Forks High School, grade 7 to 12, and the buildings were so new, and the campus larger than the college in town. I One, knew that somebody had so just big? been there. Uh, why so like big? They updated it since the book. I don't know. Like, it's new since the, since the book? 
Please write back and describe to us how much like outside time students would have in a day. <laughs> I can't believe at they have a school. school tour. <laughs> That's like of course really funny. <laughs> Damn. Wow. I love that this exists, honestly though. Yeah. But my favorite part, watching Eric Odom, who played Peter in Breaking Dawn, sing Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot and twerk to Anaconda by Nicki Minaj at the karaoke after party. What? I will probably be going again next year. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, oh my gosh, suck. there's real so Twilight expensive. stars? Yeah, Ashley yeah. Green was there. Oh, yeah, Ashley Green was there. But they couldn't ask any of the Twilight actors about the Twilight movies because of the SAG-AFTRA strike. Oh. Um, yeah. I cut that part out from the thing because I was like, I'm not going to read every single word, but I guess that was relevant, so I should have plugged <laughs> it in. <laughs> and we support striking workers. We do. Yes, we do. We do. All right. Who's our Well, should we get to the book? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we don't know whose week it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <We laughs> it's it's neither of you. It's not me. I feel like I just talked a lot. Okay. <laughs> I can, Melissa, I can do recap it. it. Go. Um, okay, cool. We did chapter two. Open book. Um, so it's the next day after the first day of school for Bella. <laughs> She's doing better. Um, because she knows people now. That's what she says here. And uh but also it's worse because Edward isn't around. I mean, it's also Ugh. worse for, like, other reasons, like volleyball and, uh, I don't know, rain and whatever. Um, but she's like, oh, my God, Edward Cullen wasn't in school. And she's so like, oh, my God, I can't believe that my life is so, like, rises and falls on this stupid boy. And I'm like, girlfriend, just wait. We're in chapter <laughs> two of a very long saga. Um, and we get a lot of her, like, day-to-day -day life here. Ugh. She she does a lot of telling us like about uh the grocery shopping that she does and cooking mm. for charlie and then she goes and writes emails to her mom her mom has yeah. been emailing and been like what's up are you okay email me back asap and she does and she's like school's fun i have friends um i miss you too and relax and i mean she goes through the week She's like, oh, Mike Newton's kind of like a dog. Um, <laughs> you know, Eric still was a part of the chess club, <laughs> etc. And like things become kind of normal. And then she has her first weekend where she doesn't really do much besides, I don't know, homework and stuff, I guess. She goes to uh, the library. She goes to the library and decides that they don't have good books, and so she doesn't even get a library card, which is, like, so rude. Um, maybe if you got a library card, they would be like, oh my god, we have patrons, so we'll get some good books. <laughs> yeah, or you could, like, ask them to, like, interlibrary loan it for yes. you. Yes, or that. Also, um, the books you read for fun are, like, Wuthering Heights. Like, I bet they have Wuthering Heights. Yeah, I'm sure they got Wuthering fucking Heights, Bella. <laughs> anyway, um, but on Monday... Dun, dun, dun. Um, well, it's like snowing and gross, and Bella has a lot to say about that. But also, Edward is back. He's at the lunch table, and he's seeming to have a very fun time with his siblings. They're, you know, joking about, you know, snow and stuff and, and being boys, whatever. Um, and at one point, Jess is all like, oh, my God, Edward Cullen is staring at you. And Bella's like, does he look angry? <laughs> um, because, as you know, we last saw that Edward uh, was a little bitch and was being real mean to Bella. Um, but he seems to have gotten over it real fast. Um, and in biology class, where he's there and Bella's sitting next to him, He's like, hello, I'm Edward Cullen. You must be Bella Swan. And then we kind of get our little like mini interrogation. Like, why is she here? Why uh, did she decide to come here even though she hates it here? Um, and we get the lovely line that Edward's like, I bet you suffer more than anyone knows. <laughs> um, like and it's much. so true. 
does suffer more than anyone. She's so else. brave. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, then she goes to gym and it's raining, so she goes to her car. And while she pulls out, she sees Edward Cullen looking in her direction, and she pretends not to notice and almost backs into someone. And uh, as she drives away, she thinks she sees Edward's laughing. That's the chapter. <laughs> I'm gonna give you an eight point three because you okay. maybe focused more on the day to day boring shit than I wanted you, but so did this chapter. But so did the chapter. You know I want to give like a seven for the same reason. It was comprehensive. You captured it. You. It did feel a little long. Mm-hmm. But so did this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I feel we like get I remember. Some, um, we get some good stuff between them during biology, though. Yeah. I feel like I remember we discussed this in our first go around. That like Stephanie doesn't time hop. You know, she doesn't utilize the space break. (laughs) All she needs here is a well-spaced line break. Break. Yeah. Yeah, And then it's like, the weekend was boring. Then it was Monday. Yeah. Like, you don't (laughs) need to take us through, oh, I took a shower. Edward didn't show up for three days. Let me boot up And this the is internet. how I felt about it. Like, she goes through every detail. She doesn't even skip the mechanics of making dinner. No. She, she marinates the steak. Foil. She marinates the steak, puts it on top of a... On top of the eggs. It on top of the eggs. <laughs> she puts the steak into broil. Like, I feel like we could, like, follow the recipe. I know. Stephanie just is really into giving us every single detail about the boring stuff. And less details about the stuff that I want, honestly. There is one part where she says, you know, I even imagined what I would, like, she's talking about, like, when she sees Edward on the next day. And she's like, part of me wanted to confront him and demand to know what his problem was. I even imagined what I would say. I want to know what you think you would say to Edward to be like, what's your problem? <laughs> I had that same feeling. I was like, okay, take us through that thought yeah. I don't need to know how you made your steak. Instead of the entire email to her mom. <laughs> instead of telling me how, how exactly you made your steak. I don't need that. Like, I get that, like, this reinforces the whole, like, she takes care of her mom her mom's like asking where her pink blouse is and it turns and Bella's like, you were supposed to pick it up at the dry cleaner. Right. Like, I guess that's some like, you know, character stuff, but like I already knew, she already told me that. Right. Exactly. So either like, tell me it or show it to me. You don't have to do both things. And she does do the whole like, I already learned about this in my last school. I already read this. I already know this. She just is reiterating a lot of her character traits in this chapter, which like, I don't know, as if we weren't around the first time, but like, we were. We got them. Literally, oh, if I was editing this, if I was editing this, I would be highlighting paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs, and being like, maybe cut, maybe cut, maybe summarize in the past tense at the beginning of a new section in one like, paragraph. Literally, here's one one paragraph. When I was finished with that, I took my book bag upstairs. Before starting my homework, I changed into a pair of dry sweats. Pulled my damp hair up into a ponytail and checked my email for the first time. Like, what? Okay. That's the stuff that I would I would skip. Like, I would probably leave in these emails. Yeah, you know, I mean, sure. Maybe leave in the emails. Yeah, they have like a different font. They move. They add something. But all the like little details about like. How I traveled from right. here to here, from, and how I got to from from point A to point B. Chuck it, chuck it, chuck it. Keep yeah. the conversation with uh, Charlie at the dinner yeah, table about sure. the Cullens. Yeah, Obby, Obby. So let's talk about that. So <laughs> Bella has created a full meal for Charlie because <laughs> one, he doesn't know how to cook. And two, he didn't bother to stock the house with food before his only beloved daughter arrived. <laughs> so she also had to go grocery shopping, by the way, which she loved. Uh, I love She that. told us all about loved it. Loved it. He yeah. keeps money for food in a separate jar, like, even though he lives <laughs> yeah, by himself. Sense. That doesn't make any sense. That's not how adults budget, is it? Is that I how think, I'm supposed to be I budgeting? Don't... Am I supposed to be putting cash in putting a little cash container that says in food a container money? labeled food? <laughs> 
You know what? Maybe this is Charlie's budgeting tactic for a man who apparently only eats takeout. Like, maybe he's got to keep tabs yeah, on it. Yeah, maybe. Fair. <laughs> I kind of took it to mean, like, Bella said, I want to take over kitchen duties. And he was like, he, okay. So he, like, and made he put out a jar. But they don't maybe, necessarily maybe, clarify maybe. that. I feel uh, like that's one detail that, that we did do not happen, Stephanie would have written it. <laughs> <laughs> so they sit there almost dead silent. Uh, <laughs> She's like, great. That's yeah, Charlie perfect. makes an effort at conversation. He's like, uh, did you like school? <laughs> <laughs> and Bella's like, uh, I mean, I have classes with a girl named Jessica, which does not actually answer his question <laughs> if he made any friends. Um, and then she's like, do you know the Cullen family? Dun, dun, dun. Like, will my dad gossip with me? And the answer is yes, but because only he, in, like, a positive light. He only, he does indicate, he's like, oh, she mentions Mike, and he's like, oh, it must be Mike Newton, his dad owns this and this. And you're like, oh, shoot, he knows my everything. dad's, my dad's got the tea. He's plugged in. He's plugged in. He's the police chief. He knows more about some of these people than they know about themselves, probably. (laughs) And he loves the Cullens. He says, Dr. Cullen's a great man. (laughs) Which is is for Charlie glowing. The Charlie and Carlisle uh, (laughs) ships started here in this paragraph. (laughs) And just FYI. (laughs) Yeah, and then when he's like, and he's so good looking. Like some of the nurses have trouble focusing on his on their work have, with him around. I have a whole thing to say about that because he's like, Bella's like they're all very attractive. And even though Charlie has talked about Carlisle and Carlisle's wife, he's like, you should see the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mention Esme at all. <laughs> and he's like. He could be working anywhere. He's a world class surgeon. But we're thank lucky God to have he's him. here. He's where an we can asset. look at him with our eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's an asset. He's an okay, asset. it's also that we like <laughs> he was he was feeling biased against foster children, but they all surprised him and they're foster so polite and nice. Specifically. They're not like any of those other teenagers. Yeah. They're not like hey. some of the teenagers who have been here whose families have been here forever, who suck. For generations, <laughs> he says. Generations. I kind of want to know, like, what, what problems I know do what, you have? I, know. I was like, what, what teenage problems do you have? Because all Just the normal, teenagers that we know. know from this book, are, like, you know, their activities Vandalism, are like, they get together to go club. to the beach. That's <laughs> Club Eric. As he's Cliff diving. To. There's plenty it, of trouble to get into in Forks. Yeah, I just want to see it yeah, from... Yeah, who are they? Where <laughs> are they? Just need to be a little fun. <laughs> I mean, that's really what Charlie's then, wondering, is if she's gotten in with any of the bad folk, you know? The ones who are yeah, and the drinking no, out really. by the bleachers. Yeah. We just never see them. Uh, then, Charlie goes back to watching TV, and Bella does the dishes. Fucking That's rude. not how that works. It's not yeah. how it works. She cooked and you did the grocery the shopping. Not how it works. You do and dishes, her work day isn't done because she has homework. Oh, you, as work. a cop, yeah. your work day is done. done. It is yeah. done. She does the dishes and then go, goes to do her math work. Yeah. Don't yeah. love it. Don't love it. Me neither. All right, then we get more boring stuff. <laughs> Edward continues to not come to school. She feels really weird about it. She's like, this kind of feels like it's about me, but that's very egotistical, like so it's probably not about me, but what if it is about me? Like, that's really weird. I found this really relatable. I know, I did. <laughs> Feeling like, wow, how full of I'm, how full of myself am I to think this could be about me, but also like, but it is, right? Right. <laughs> um, I did have a whole thing to say, now I can't find it. Oh yeah, she's like... It was ridiculous and egotistical to think that I could affect anyone that strongly. And I was like, girl, he's affecting you this strongly. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. She was like, like, oh, is he going to be there glaring at me again? I'm like, you're looking for him. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. the one checking for him mm-hmm. every single day. And he's hiding in Alaska. And yeah. so, yeah, guess what? It is fucking personal. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> deeply personal. It is about you. It He's is about you. Very far away. Okay, but also, this was so affirming to teenage me, who was like, "It's always about me," and like this book <laughs> just confirms, like it is about you. When someone skips school for a week, it's because you smell too good. Because of you. <laughs> it's about you. Um, I don't know if that really makes sense though, because it's actually about me. <laughs> you know, it's about me. I think you might be confused. It's, it's about me. Uh, then it snows, and we get Bella's feelings about snow, oh which are that she it's has no whimsy whatsoever. No whimsy whatsoever. This girl has never seen never snow seen in her snow. whole life, and she's like, ew, ew, ew. <laughs> Gross. Snow is so magical and this like is a red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Absolute red flag. Like this like she just hates something that she doesn't know. Red flag. Wow. And it's like de- snow is just better than rain. Yeah. It's because more, it's prettier, it's, it's more fun. And it's less wet and it's and quieter. It's she keeps complaining about how loud the rain is. She complains about it so she's like, I love grocery I shopping because sleep. the ceilings were so tall that I couldn't hear the rain. And then she was like, I slept fine over the weekend because it didn't rain as much. And now the snow is drifting down silently. She's like, fuck this. She's like, fuck it's you. Just as wet once it melts in your socks. Fuck you, precipitation. Uh at work no today. I did an online training about, like, working with difficult co-worker <laughs> archetypes. And, okay, I remember the third one. I was telling Olivia there was, like, like the hostile or aggressive co-worker. There's the, um... The know-it-all. Know-it-all. And the third one... Bella's the know-it-all. Bella is a know-it-all. Oh, yeah. The third one was the overly negative co-worker. She's both of them! Uh, The advice for dealing with an overly negative co-worker was to form, like, a problem-solving committee with them. (laughs) To redirect their complaints into positive action statements. Wow. No, that's too much fucking work. Yeah. It's like, are they, like, always complaining to you about their salary? Tell them to talk to HR. <laughs> Damn, I'm feeling some shade from this training, if I'm being honest. I was like, well, my you know head- what a problem-solving committee is? That's a union. That's so. a union, <laughs> yo! Well, Maya emphasized to me that a big part of this training was, are you the annoying one? <laughs> Yeah, the training literally started, it was like, it, it said something like, consider, are you annoying? <laughs> and I That's died. Why, that, I think Bella needs to take my, that workplace my training. My problem is I consider that too much. That's called anxiety. <laughs> That's I feel my problem. Like, I feel like you're so right, like, considering it too much <laughs> is anxiety, like, going over it and over it again. I know already what is annoying about me. <laughs> yeah. like, I, don't I can't stop thinking about it. Thanks. Like, I don't need to, like, <laughs> like go through the checklist again to see if I'm <laughs> annoying. I am. I already know. It's fine. I fully know. As the creators of the Twilight podcast, we fully know that we're the annoying ones. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Wait, okay, I think I'm the know-it-all. Melissa's the overly negative one. Yeah. What was the third one? Hostile, hostile or aggressive? <laughs> oh, that's not Maya. This Maya's is not racist or of aggressive. you, actually, to say the black one is hostile. I or just aggressive. said you weren't. I just said you weren't. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm joking. Uh, the other ones were like those were like the three like really bad ones, and then there were two more. One was like um, the indecisive coworker, mm. Uh, mm. and there was one other that I forget. I'm very decisive about the things I don't like. Yeah, that's why you're overly negative. Mm-hmm. Work is stupid. Like, like when I you don't start think talking I about do it. When you start talking about ketchup, I just want to leave the room. Fuck ketchup. Yeah, exactly. I almost didn't want to even bring it up as an example because you're so hostile and aggressive about how much you hate it. Wait, does that mean I'm the hostile one? Maybe. I, don't I know. actually do think that Melissa is the hostile aggressive coworker. If we're talking, if we're talking about in terms of the podcast, I'm definitely the hostile and aggressive. Oh podcaster. my god! Yes, you are. <laughs> we will say something so normal. We'll be like, "Oh yeah, the sky is blue," and Melissa will be like, "Is it?" 
Because it's not I mean, is there. it? Like, have you ever heard of a sunset? Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, but like ten times louder than that. <laughs> Listen, I'm just here to point out the flaws in people's arguments because there are many. Okay. You know what? You know what Melissa is on the podcast? She's the dynamic one. She's the one who Dang throws it. off the leveling of every single recording. <laughs> like, Listen, she's, we don't need her, things to be level. Her highs are so high that everything, everything, the whole rest of your whole audio ends up so low. Because and the then, computer's trying to level you out and it just doesn't work. And then Melissa does do this thing where she'll talk like this. <laughs> like, it'll be like barely audible so but i'm not sure about what i'm just saying like you're a really dynamic person and that's thank beautiful you. i yeah. am taking and that it's as a fun. compliment thank you you know how i would describe it i would describe it as cinematic you know what else <laughs> Hell is yeah. cinematic is this scene <laughs> so bella has been like segue. spying on the cullens like every single lunch and she like looks up at them and she, okay here's what she says I kept my head down and glanced up under my lashes. None of them were looking this way. I As lifted if that my head a little. doesn't look like you're still looking at them. Like it yeah. Does. Okay, but like imagine Kristen Stewart. Her hair is here. Yeah, like okay, but her hair is there. She moves her hair there once Edward catches her looking. But just go with it. Just go with it. And she's and just, just like glance. And she says they were laughing. Edward, Jasper, and Emmett all had their hair entirely saturated with melting snow. Alice and Rosalie, Rosalie were leaning away as Emmett shook his dripping hair toward them. They were enjoying the snowy day just like anyone else, only they looked more like a scene from a movie than the rest of us. And that Cinem- is really cinematic. cinematic. Her, like, peeking up and they're, like, laughing and they have this, like, glow around them somehow. Well- it's because they're performing, right? I was trying they to remember, are, yeah. like, this made me want to pull out Midnight Sun. Yeah. And try to remember if it was Edward or Alice, who was like, quick, have fun. Have fun. Be- look cool. Look normal. <laughs> look like normal teenagers. And they're all like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Emmett, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and Bella, who is very perceptive, senses a deeper difference it's not just that they're laughing it's that edward seems perhaps edward less is not pale hostile either <laughs> yeah the circles under his eyes are less noticeable you know like he there's and like a, a certain a je ne sais quoi yeah and then of course we get the iconic line is this what you were about to say oh yeah i was about to say what are you st- i was about to say the what are you staring at I was going to skip ahead to the next one, but it's the same idea. Okay. Anyway, Jessica, being Jessica, is like, Bella, what are you staring at? Um, her eyes following my stare. And then because she thinks about Edward, Edward's eyes snap up. And that's when they meet with the Bellas in a moment that in the com- in the margins here I wrote, <laughs> It's happening. Because <laughs> um, I would have died personally, as I think Bella does here. She drops her head immediately. <laughs> yeah. She's like, fuck. Can't be caught staring, even though she was being very obvious about it, honestly, for a very long time. And then this line is, like, truly, like, it, like, shot to, like, the very core of my being, you know? (laughs) Edward Cullen is staring at you, Jessica giggled in my ear. (laughs) It's like, like, that, like, the excitement and, like, anticipation of what's to come, like, Edward Cullen is staring at you. Tommy did a little whoop. Yeah, look, get you a little stomach whoop. A little stomach whoop. And Bella's like, uh, I, I don't think that he likes me. And Jessica's like, well, he's still staring at you. And Bella's like, stop looking! Stop looking! <laughs> it's fucking cute is what it is. Yeah. I love, I don't know, I just love these cute little interactions where they're like, I don't know, right here, it's very obvious that like Bella is a high school teenager. She's just like, stop looking at him. It's not cool. <laughs> it really is funny how clear it is, even in this chapter, that even though her only actual interaction with Edward so far was him being really mean and weird to her, she's already super into him. Super like, into him. She doesn't, she's not connected enough to her own feelings to name it as a crush, but she's like always looking for him it's worse when he's not there and she says it's just because she wants like 
to know that it wasn't really her and she's like anxious and that's why she's invested but it's like no you because she's invested yeah like you're into this dude you're into it even though which is a little scary because so far he's only looked murderous towards her yeah but beautiful but it's the mystery but beautiful it's the beauty and the mystery she does use for the first time dazzling (gasps) on the next page i also noted this The very first time, and it's when they uh, are speaking to each other in biology. This um, scene, okay, oh, full attention. Watch, if you guys watch anime, you know <laughs> when certain characters will have like little sparkles all around them and like oh, put yeah. bubbles in their background, oh, yeah. and like, like that's Edward this whole time. Like he has a like, quiet musical voice, like there just like there's like a sparkly filter over him, and I don't mean like sparkle in a sunlight kind of way. Right, she says his dazzling face was friendly, open, a slight smile on his flawless lips, but his eyes. And then he's like were suddenly careful. a totally different person. Suddenly a totally different person. He is a my name is Edward man. Cullen. I didn't have a chance to introduce myself last week. You must oh, be Swan. Is that what happened, Edward? Yeah, my mistake. <laughs> and she's she's like, like, what the uh, fuck? fuck? <laughs> Did I make this up? Am I being gaslit already yes, one sentence you, into being introduced to this you man? You are being gaslit already. <laughs> she, she says, how do you know my name? And he's like, he's like I mean, like, I've heard I'm not of a you. fucking idiot. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but I just mean, like, everybody else has called me Isabella at first. And she's making like, the oh, point fuck. that, like, Edward has, like, too much knowledge. But I feel like that's kind of, like, reading too much into it. Because, yes, it is. you know, he's he goes to the same school as you. You're a hot topic. Like, I'm sure he's heard people say Bella Swan. Yeah, but he's been gone every day except for the first day of school. And when they sit alone with nobody else. They don't interact with anybody. Yeah, but he's there today. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I just feel like... (laughs) Like, okay, Bella perhaps is just more perceptive than me, as they are very clear about, but I just feel like I would (laughs) never even think about that. If my nickname was such an obvious... Well, she, like, really, really hates when everybody calls her Isabella before this. And then he's special because he's the first person to do it right without her having to And in fact, corrects someone else. Says her Which I, I got like a little stomach poop at that. Correct. Like, corrects a teacher. Actually, it's Bella. <laughs> yeah. Bella. Um, yeah, then they do this like sexy little trying to out science each other, identifying the mitochondrial, whatever it's <laughs> called, stages. The sexy little out science. Yeah, it's all like back They're and forth. Flirting. They're Bella's definitely being, flirting. Like, prim, you know, like looking at the the microscope, like looking as fast as possible. <laughs> and oh then uh, he like touches her hand to be like, "Wait, let me look at let it." Let me look first. at it. You're and then they're like, "Stupid!" <gasps> your hand is weirdly ice cold for no reason. They have an electric shock. And then he yeah. carefully doesn't touch her anymore after that. But he still yeah. reaches for the microscope because he's like you're probably still wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah he's they're like both i right have every an time. a plus average because um, <laughs> they're both so smart at high school they're biology. so compatible because they both are good at this biology lab i know <laughs> okay and but Bella this is says... another thing that stephanie goes really detailed on um, this is biology lab. Can I read it? I just at least she doesn't yeah, describe do like the shapes of each. <laughs> like I could see it, and yet I feel like I could do the lab successfully. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so mitosis. Mitosis is the word I was looking mitosis. for. Mitosis. Uh, the slides in the box were out of order. Working as lab partners, we had to separate the slides of onion root tip cells into the phases of mitosis. They represented and labeled them accordingly. We weren't supposed to use our books. In 20 minutes, he would be coming around to see if we had it right. Like, damn. I was like, Gotta set the stakes. Did you, did you, did you Google, like, biology She definitely did. Oh, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Yep, for sure. I mean, because it did just make me think of, like, I was like, I can't remember the last time I read a young adult book and they, like, described an assignment. I mean, I think I've been trained 
in the publishing industry to cut cut as many mentions of schoolwork and adults as humanly possible. Right. No schoolwork. I feel like the exception is when it's schoolwork that has a plot implication. Oh, sure. Like a deep metaphorical relevance. Yeah, or and like, here. I need to do an interview, and this right. is the yes. guy that I like yes. really want to interview, so I'm on yes. a quest. Like, And yes. here, a lab yes. establishes how compatible they are. I guess, kind of. We couldn't get that any other way. No, definitely not. <laughs> Especially because, like, I mean, are they actually compatible? No. One is a fire. <laughs> One is a human girl. Uh, this chapter does a really good job of if you like pick this up as the first chapter you'd be like that is not a human teenage boy <laughs> i don't know what he is i don't know what that, okay that's not just some dude <laughs> but <laughs> i thought that you were gonna say that this chapter does such a good job of establishing like edward making her feel really special which it absolutely 100 percent oh, totally crushes yes yeah like and he it just finally sees her yeah he's like like mysteriously frustrated and curious about her which we know is because like for once in his life he doesn't just get right. every answer the whole time of a conversation she's so the conversation is super boring yeah. yes he can't read her mind she's a mystery and yeah. so he's like deeply invested in everything that she says he's like trying to puzzle together why she's in forks in a way that nobody else and I mean, has quite we just doing gotten that at the last chapter also and it there's something about him that gets Bella to open up because yes, he says it's, it's, how, it's how hot he is. It's it is. I think it's how hot he is. <laughs> he says yeah. it's too bad about the snow, isn't it? Not really. I answered honestly. Instead of pretending to be normal like everyone else, I was still trying to dislodge the stupid feeling of suspicion, and I couldn't concentrate. Like there's Bella with other people is like oh yeah i don't like the snow so it's not that but there's yeah. still this like confessional aspect this yes. layer that's present yes. here that's I think not that present hit with harder if she wasn't so openly a hater a hater to every other person that she talked <laughs> if she to. was like yeah if she was like a little more people pleasing to everybody else yeah. yeah right then i agree that's true but, but she's pretty oh she's an open book to Pretty much everyone, honestly. Yeah. And yet you still get Hence this sense. the name of the chapter. <laughs> Open book. And he's very confident. He keeps making statements and assumptions. He's like, you don't like yeah. the cold. It's like, I know like, how people work. Yeah. And she keeps surprising right. him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, it is it is at this point a mystery. You know, you're like okay, what's up here, Edward? Now you're making me feel all special. And then in the first chapter, you made me think I was disgusting. <laughs> so It is, like, sort of, you know, concerning uh, abuser behavior. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that's a good point. Um, I'm, like, going to so extreme, from one extreme to another. And I mean, uh, and at this point, but he's so charming. The reader, the reader knows he's a vampire because it's given away on, on the back, of back the book. copy. So, like, we know he's a vampire, but I kind of I want to like push back a little against the idea that like this is like abuser behavior. If it were exaggerated, I would say so. You know, like his initial behavior is exaggerated like that was pretty extreme but this he really is just like talking yeah that's and, true like he's not saying to her like you're so much more interesting and right. beautiful he's just acting sure. like he feels I that would, way i would just say that you know he's just such a flip having flop, a conversation a flip-flop in uh displayed perceived emotions is a like a single check mark of a single you know, red flag. Yeah, of a you know something that an abuser sometimes does. But, I would agree that it is a single red flag. Right, single but red flag. That's all. But I mean. also, like, it would be a bigger red flag to stay hostile. Right. You know. Sure. Um, <laughs> like being nice to your lab partner is what you're supposed to do. 
Right. <laughs> right. And so I am wondering, like, if when I read this book, I was like, man, what the fuck is going on with Edward? Like, I know he's a vampire. Um, I know that he's going to end up with Bella, so he's obviously into her. Uh, so what could explain such a flip-floppy? I don't think I would, would I don't think I came up with anything good. <laughs> no, I think we talked about this a little bit last week. Like, you, it would be really hard to guess, oh, her blood <laughs> smells extra good. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to kill her so bad. He, that he wanted had to, to kill her so bad. For a whole week. <laughs> I think that I was too distracted by, like, what's going right here. To even be thinking about that. Like, I'm deep yeah. in this conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, I know, I know he... for a fact I just kept reading. Like, no time Yeah, for think. sure. <laughs> so she's, like, finally explaining, like, well, no, my mom didn't make me come here. I sent myself here. And he, his eyebrows knit together. I don't understand, he admitted. <laughs> and he seemed unnecessarily frustrated by that fact. <laughs> and then she's like, why was I explaining this to him? He continued to stare at me with obvious curiosity. And then she goes on. To explain the actual truth for the first time to anybody. And she's like, well, you know, like, my mom seemed unhappy when she didn't travel with Phil. And so I decided, like, if I leave, then she can do that. And Edward is like, but now you're unhappy. <laughs> yes. That doesn't yes. seem Sherlock. fair. Like, finally, somebody has acknowledged Bella's side <laughs> of this equation. <laughs> Which, maybe somebody else would if she had allowed she, them to. If she explained if it she to them, but she it had to anyone. And then she's like, but it's but fine, like, it's hot. whatever. She can't keep and... it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the, like, really great line, you put on a good show but I'd be willing to bet that you're suffering more than you let anyone see. Which is just like, like, if you want to woo somebody. If you want to woo a teenager. That is point A to point B. Just, you are such a brave martyr. So like, noble. I know and nobody else sees dream. it, but I see it about you. Uh, I know for a fact that when I read this as a teenager, my pants just fell off. I know they did. <laughs> they exploded off of Melissa's body. Exploded off of my body. Uh, and then from this moment on, it was my dream to find some other stupid teenage boy who saw how much I suffered. Teenage boys don't see how much you suffered. That's like exactly teenage boys' blind spot. Other exactly. people's suffering. No teenage boy sees other people's suffering. <laughs> Exactly, and this is why I was unhappy as a teenager. <laughs> and then Edward says to her, like, am I annoying you? And he, <laughs> Which is cute. Yeah, she says it in a way that's like, if so, I don't feel bad. <laughs> but I want to know the answer. As someone whose main form of flirting is bickering and getting really annoying with people, that's just your form of communication. That's just in my form of, of love. Um, I fully appreciate this, and I'd be like, "Yeah, you're fucking annoying. What are you gonna do about it? Make out with me? <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Make me the happiest I've ever been." <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and she's like, not exactly, which is like a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like a little. <laughs> but like mostly I'm annoyed at myself because I'm really easy to read. And he goes, on the contrary, I find you very difficult to read because mm -hmm. he can't read her <laughs> And I feel and like that also is like flattering. Like, oh, I'm oh, so complicated flattering. that you have to like pay a lot of attention to me to like figure oh, yeah. me out and you find me really interesting and deep and mysterious totally totally and then she says the line that makes the least sense that in this entire so goddamn book you <laughs> you must be a good reader then she's like i'm very easy to read he's like actually i'm having a lot of you. trouble and she's like wow you must be a good reader <laughs> Like, actually, he's the worst reader you know. I know yeah, for a it's fact more like, we talked about this the first time around. I know for a fact, because it makes no fucking <laughs> sense. 
And I pro- it's the kind of line that, like, I could see myself just skimming past and being like, yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, but you're, like, not as really As soon as you think it. about it for one second. For one second. It's the opposite. Like, <laughs> and you must suck at reading. it would work so well if she flirted back with him a little and was like, I guess you're not a very good reader then. You know? And then he like, can be like, well, I, I guess I'll just can. have to try harder. Yeah, like... <laughs> Like, well, well some something. But nobody pointed out that it made no sense, so there yeah. it is. And then Mr. Banner comes over, and he's like, like Edward. Why are you guys just sitting around? Perhaps Bella could have done some of the assignment, because Edward perhaps wrote all the answers, so it seemed like he just did all the work. Isabella could yeah. have done some of the work. Oh, yeah, and then he's like, Bella actually identified <laughs> three of the five. And Mr. Banner, instead of being like, Oh, you know what? Uh, perhaps I should tailor my lesson plan a little more. Like, you guys are both really good at this. You could use a challenge. She's like, you know what? At least you're together. Not infecting other people with your intelligence. <laughs> with intelligence. He's, like, mad that they did a good job. <laughs> okay, also, ends. but we skipped over. Did you get contacts? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The fluorescence part. She's like, did you get contacts? And he's like, no. no. Why would you say that? And she's like, oh, because your eyes look different from before. Which, and he's like, they don't look different. And internally, she's like, okay, but they do. Gaslighting. I do have some umbrage with this. Actually, he just like, No person has ever shrugs. been like, hey, hey, Cullens, sometimes you have black eyes and sometimes you have gold Okay, eyes. but how much do you really look at people that close, though? You, there's Not a big much. difference between black and gold. Yeah, yeah I gotta give but... that one to Melissa. I think the Cullens should be hunting regularly enough so as yes. to keep it sure. but on the gold that's not end of the spectrum. Well, I think probably they would say that they have to, you know, they only go on their camping trips every other weekend, and they have to put up appearances, and they have to go really far because of, like, you know, <laughs> hunting seasons. Yeah, the cat's trying to come in. The cat thinks that we should be done. <laughs> but it's like, fair enough. But like, they could like stagger it, go overnight, run really fast saying, to get Yeah, they have there. like infinite time. But like, so, wouldn't yeah. wearing contacts be like part of the, you know, oh, I'm pretending to be no, a regular human? Their venom eyeballs will okay, dissolve no, I mean, the like, contacts. I know. But like, I mean, as part of the charade, like, wouldn't yeah, they Edward have that? Yeah, been like, yeah, I am pocket. wearing contacts. Yeah, I do that don't worry. sometimes. Don't worry about it. I'm wearing contacts. That's My whole true. family does. That's and when we're not wearing our contacts, we also are not wearing glasses. <laughs> 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> then she and then, like, that's It's not fun. Whatever. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Mike is, like, a being a sour grape. Uh, oh, Listen. Colin seemed friendly today um bella really liked it in the first chapter she really doesn't like it in this chapter it's been one day it's been a day <laughs> well the Literally... hot guy started talking to her again so she's, <laughs> she's no longer done interested. With okay but she oh, or, actually she started making the dog references day two yeah for sure i did also want to mention that she's like it looked like i was going to have to do something about mike and it wouldn't be easy she has not stated that she's not interested in Mike. No. Like, it's just obvious here it's that she's like, subtext. oh, gotta get rid of this kid. Right. But, like, why? Right. Why can't, why, why couldn't why you can't go we out with Mike? For a second, right. Like, just be like, huh, what about Mike Newton? Yeah, what about Mike? Why do you and have to do something about right him? off, yeah. And it's, it's, like, extra kind of confusing because at this point, Bella's kind of feeling herself. She's like... All in all, I was feeling a lot more comfortable than I thought I would feel by this point. More comfortable than I'd ever expected to feel here. And a big part of that is because, like, you know, she hangs out with Mike in between classes. She sits with him and Jessica at lunch. Yeah, like, like, you are enjoying this more than you expected. You could just do that more. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like when I was a teenager, I imagined myself dating every single male (laughs) in school. And, you know, that, like, cute guy at the movies who looked at you. Yeah. Instantly, we were married 10 years from now. (laughs) 
That's just what I thought about, you know, what, what I was always imagining. So, <laughs> and yet the guys who liked me, I was just not into it all. Oh, I was never into them. <laughs> I, I was like, there's some psychology there for sure. I was like, leave me alone. All right. Best sentence, worst sentence. Yep. Um, I have my best ready. Go ahead. Um, I mean, kind of. Uh, the rain stayed soft over the weekend. Quiet. So I was able to sleep well. And I like the description of soft rain. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a peacefulness. Yeah. She's all- describing it in an almost positive way. <laughs> my best is definitely... You put on a good show, he said slowly, <laughs> but I'd be willing to bet that you're suffering more than you let anyone else see. Ah! Not that this doesn't have flaws of, like, you know, being realistic, which it's not, but, like, in terms of, like, <laughs> character, you know, like, the relationship arc, like, she very quickly manages to, like, create a connection between them, which is, like, he gives Bella exactly what she wants without knowing that that's what she's looking for in other people, like, just in an instant. It is really good. Um, my worst sentence is probably one of these dog sentences, um, (laughs) where she says, I imagined him with a wagging tail. And, like, here we are being like, why aren't you imagining dating him? But she's actually just imagining him with, like, a literal tail. (laughs) That's what, bad, that's what happens in Bella's mind. <laughs> I'm struggling to pick a worst because there's, like, nothing really egregious. I feel yeah. like this chapter is pretty neutral. It is a pretty neutral chapter, I think. Uh, my best is going to be the aforementioned Edward Cullen is staring at you. Oh, yeah, that's good. Because it good just one. conveys so much potential uh-huh. and excitement and, like, teen girlhood connection <laughs> it's great and speaking of teen girlhood connection charlie's line you should see the doctor <laughs> <laughs> that's my other best <laughs> okay you know what i've picked a worst this is a few sentences it's after bio when bella and mike are talking that was awful, he groaned. They all looked exactly the same. You're lucky you had Cullen for a partner. I didn't have any trouble with it, I said, stung by his assumption. I regretted the snub instantly. I've done the lab before, though, I added before he can get his feelings hurt. One. Don't worry about his yeah. feelings. Yeah. One. Mike. How, how do you know Bella didn't do all the work? You don't. Two. Bella, don't worry about Mike's feelings. He was wrong. You did most of the work. You did most of the work. And yeah. you've done it before. Like, in a way, so you, it was easy. Yeah, I didn't have any trouble with it. You can just own that. Just own it. Just own it. I agree. I had the same thought when I read that, and I was like, girlfriend, don't, don't censor yourself, and you haven't even seen what his reaction was. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Maybe he'd be like, oh, that's really hot and cool of you, that you're so good (laughs) at You're so smart. (laughs) You don't know. (laughs) Okay, I picked a worst. When I got home, I unloaded all the groceries, stuffing them in wherever I could find an open space. I hoped Charlie wouldn't mind. I wrapped potatoes in foil and stuck them in the oven to bake, covered a steak in marinade, and balanced it on top of a carton of eggs in the fridge. When I was finished with that, I took my book bag upstairs. Before starting my homework, I changed into a pair of dry sweats, pulled my damp hair up into a ponytail, and checked my email for the first time. Bad writing. It's like that's choreography. First yeah. draft writing. That's cut just it. that's just right that's just literally writing what happens. <laughs> and I just like I you're... hope Charlie didn't mind that I did all the work. <laughs> 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 Who cares about his feelings? Who Ugh. cares? Great job. Wow. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. The great job. And I'm so happy that you're here with us. We hope that you're reading yeah. along. Uh, email us with questions and comments at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow along with us or support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. 
uh, you could join the ranks of our patrons. Melina, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrew, Lini, Chance, Kings Gambit, Mary, Melissa, Rachel, Sabine, Hannah, Madeline, Elizabeth, and Parker. You can also follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Don't do it. Don't do it. Audio editing by Olivia Valcarce. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. We'll be back next week. <laughs> and if you don't like it, fuck you off. can bite me. Fuck <laughs> 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 off. I don't like it. <laughs> Bye.